This is the Handmade Brooklyn Podcast, episode number three. Let's go. Handmade Brooklyn Business Lifestyles Tips to Succeed HandmadeBrooklyn.com Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name is Megan, and I'm so glad to have you here today. Today we're going to talk about something that probably is going to give you a little bit of anxiety. Sorry about that. But can you believe it is already July? I can't. <laughs> oh my god, the year's halfway over. Oh, geez. Where does this time go anymore, you know? So I'm not talking about that to scare you or to give you anxiety, but to give you a chance to evaluate any goals you set earlier in the year for yourself or your business. Earlier in the year, myself, I set goals for my company. I was, it was late February and I was at a really, oh my God, it was a really awful trade show. I would say, so if you've never been to an industry trade show, it's like I said, it's only open to the industry or press. The end goal is to either increase your brand recognition through new press contacts or generate orders with stores or, you know, other wholesale clients. I was in a section that, I would say maybe 500 people ended up walking through in three days, I think it was. It was just, ugh, I stared so much at the woman across from me, and she stared at me the whole time, too, so (laughs) we got to know each other pretty well. Um, But as I was sitting there, I was thinking this is not working. This is, I have no control over this and I'm wasting a lot of money. These shows are thousands of dollars. What am I doing? Why isn't this working anymore? Why isn't this working at all? I sat there thinking about my business strategies for the past six years. So I thought originally, well, If I get the stores, then I'll get the press, and then I'll get the fan base. And that didn't work, because I'm a terrible closer. It's something that I've just, you know, I've tried to teach myself the uh, the art of selling, and I just accept that it's not something that I have the ability to do. I think that people should really focus on their strengths and improving their strengths and find someone that has a different strength than you to compliment. You can't be everything and I'm okay with that. So then I decided, well, okay, let me try getting the press because if I get the press first, then everyone will see me and then I'll get the stores and then I'll get the fans. So I hired a publicist. Uh, he was fantastic. He he really worked hard for me, and I ended up in, you know, my name was in the New York Times. I got Better Homes and Gardens. I got all of these really just incredible features. And I would get a pop in sales, but nothing was really long-term, and I didn't really get the stores coming either. So that strategy didn't work either. And as I was sitting at this trade show, thinking about how I was going to pay rent now that I spent all this money on a trade show that wasn't working out, I thought about, I need to rethink my strategy here. I need to take this year to grow the fan base because if I can grow the fan base, that's where my platform is going to be 
and that's how I can get these stores and this press. So I got back from the trade show and I completely changed my strategy. I unsubscribed from every trade show mailing list that I was on. You know, I've been doing trade shows for three years now and we actually designed a booth from scratch. I had a booth in storage with, I mean, the walls, the lights, everything. And I, I emailed the storage company and I said, just trash it and send me the final bill because I can't keep spending tens of thousands of dollars on this. I can't do that anymore. And that was that. I decided that any money that I had budgeted for trade shows was going to go to fan base outreach and what I'm actually doing right now. And this is bananas. I am working on a sampling of my products for Birchbox. And I'll talk about how those subscription boxes work in a future episode. But essentially, I have to produce 42,000 samples of my product by October 1st. So if you are a Birchbox subscriber, you will hopefully be receiving a sample of one of my products in the November Birchbox. So stay tuned. Let me know how you like it. I hope you love it because it is really hard to do. It's a lot of time management. But anyways, I decided to take my budget for trade shows and put it towards that. So how is that working out for me so far now that it's now that I have to think about holiday season already? It gets earlier every year, I feel like. I think the outreach is definitely helping. Just checked my Google Analytics this morning, and my conversion rate for the website is over 20%, which I think is really good, especially for an e-commerce website. I have daily new followers on social media, and the brand engagement is definitely up from this time last year. So I think that this has all been a really good strategy so far. And how I did this was I decided to what I call go back to being small. I think a lot of small businesses, especially when it's just one person, will try to say, will try to build themselves up to sound, you know, kind of like a fake it till you make it. And I totally understand that. That way, maybe you feel like you have a little more credibility or that people should pay more attention to you. I'm not entirely sure why we're told to do that. I don't really think it's a good strategy for everyone. For some people it really is, but I think that there's a lot of benefit in being small and saying you're small. There are a lot of companies that are, you know, one or two person shows and they have really built a brand following by saying, hey, we're small. This is us. This is us making your products for you, or this is us doing a service for you and really letting their fans into their life. And I think that that has given these companies so much credibility and such a brand loyalty that it's something that I really decided was going to be a strategy for me. I was going to add myself more to the brand and open up about my own life and struggles and that's kind of what this podcast is about and Handmade Brooklyn is about as well. Not necessarily for brand outreach for MSC, but just showing that, you know, being an entrepreneur isn't always sunshine and puppies. There's always a lot of 
moving cogs that you have to make sure are working right. And I think a lot of people hide from that and don't let, don't let others see the struggles or the back end or what it takes to run their business. And I think that that's wasted effort. I think that personally, I feel better when I'm sharing my struggles with other people because when I was starting out, I didn't know. I thought all you see are people's success stories and they all seem like overnight successes, don't they? I would get so just crazy envious because no one was sharing their struggle. And I just, I don't think that's helpful. So anyways, going back. So for the rest of the year, like I said, I have to start thinking about holiday season and applying for markets and releasing products for holiday season already. Oh my God. So I'm continuing to really focus on fan base growth for the rest of the year. Less on wholesale, less on press. I just really want to focus on creating a more loyal customer base and a bigger customer base. So I've done that by, like I said, adding myself to the brand more. And I've done that by, you know, showing some sort of showing behind the scenes on Instagram and also adding more of myself to the newsletters and the welcomes. There's a pat, there's a smart passive income episode and I can't remember which one it was. I'll link to it on the show notes, but it was about email newsletter strategy and how you're wasting valuable space by not saying this, this is me and this is who you're going to be hearing from. And this is my voice. This is why I started my company. This is what you're going to hear from me. So I began to add that to my newsletter welcomes and just saying that, Hey, I, I'm Megan. I'm the person that runs MSC. Get to know me, get to know my products. I hope you love my products. And I mean, I hope you like me, but I can't do anything about that, I guess. Um, so like I said, uh, I'm continuing to focus on the fan base growth for the rest of the year. And also I have a new goal that I'll, get more into later as the years, as the year goes on. But one big goal I have is to take one step towards taking me out of the company. And I know that just completely contradicts what I said before, but what I mean is more logistically, I am the one that makes the products and ships the products and fights with UPS about where the products have shipped to. So I know that I have plans for a really crazy holiday season and I just need to save myself a little bit of sanity. So uh, my plan is to try and take one step towards sanity <laughs> and I want to start looking into a fulfillment center to fill orders just for the holiday season, just to give me a little bit of breathing room. That's my one step that I hope to take once I finish Birchbox and once I finish the bottle of wine that I'm going to get once I can finish Birchbox. <laughs> but I would love to hear about your goals for the rest of the year. Have they changed from the beginning or are you staying the course? Let me know in the comments on handmadebrooklyn.com slash episode three. And if you would review this on iTunes, I would love to get your feedback and see what you think about the show. Until next time.